in life is not what you know, but who you know. That's what that's, they say. That's that, true. That tends to be true a lot. More importantly, who they know. Yep. You know, that's that's an important that's thing. So helpful. because you're part of this show, you know us, which isn't a huge help, but we know a guy that's got two HB, eight PhDs when it comes to economics. Yes. I stumble up saying it. <laughs> you got so excited. Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, David. I get fumbled up saying it, too. Two PhDs. Where I grew up in this farm, PhD stood for post-hole digger. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It had two handles. You stick it in the ground. That's what you, that that was my tool. That was PhD. That was my my, my tool of the trade. Yeah. I was a PhD. Yeah, you you had two of them. Yeah, I had two PhDs. (laughs) One for each hand, Uh, you know, is how that worked. But, But yours is much more valuable when it comes to people trying to survive Yeah. this season we're in. Until God intervenes in a in a more direct way, things are corrected, and I'm I'm praying, I'm mm-hmm. I'm hopeful, I'm very I'm believing, believing and expecting mm-hmm. amazing things. But in the meantime, there's some very unamazing things happening, uh, and we we have to be wise in the moment, and that that's why I like of everything we're talking about now. Like I can handle not taking the vax. I know what to do there. Just mm-hmm. no. All right. I know what to do on a lot of these things. I, I've got, in case of emergency, break glass and call Dr. Sherwood. If something were to happen with my health, boom, he walked us through COVID. It was a little mm-hmm. speed bump. Mm-hmm. But this is something I'm watching every day because it impacts us, everyone we know. It, it's like the potential for COVID, but for everybody. Yeah. Because you're talking about everything you have, your net worth and what's going on, banks being closed and all this stuff that's happening. It's These are real bullets mm-hmm. that are that are flying. They are real bullets. And when you hear other PhDs talk, right, it's like, mm-hmm. so when I was when I was uh, working on my master's, actually, not my PhD, but where I went to very exclusive uh, school of mm-hmm. international policy and, and like Condoleezza Rice went there, Madeline Albright went there. I mean, they all wow. graduated, They're all you know, alumni from the same little graduate different, school. Different, different years, though. Than you and I'm, Madeline Albright. She was both. Don't let it fool you. No, so when they would actually have their communist ideology just spewing out of their mouths, right? Our word for PhD, some of the students, well, most of the students actually agreed wholeheartedly with what they were saying, but not me. So I, you know, basically I said, okay, that just means piled higher and deeper is what it <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so not all PhDs are equality. No. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But, uh, but you know what? What I want to talk about from from, you know, what is it? What is a PhD? They do a lot of research. That's mm-hmm. that's really what PhDs do, right? And you yep. and you identify trends, and you not just that you see a trend, but you understand what makes up the trend, the fundamental yeah. factors that cause a trend to be a trend. I mean, that's generally what PhD studies. So, so this is what I'm going to go over with everybody today is is when you look back um at the the largest stock market collapse that that we have seen in in modern history was in 2000 right the tech mm-hmm. stock bubble in 2000 um it was an 80% correction i mean that wow. took two and a half years to accomplish that but it came down 80% but how did it start right so it, it started because markets got way overbought. They got way overvalued, irrational exuberance, right? Every, the greed factor started to really come into play because markets started going up, 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 up. And then, and then people thought, I want to play. I, mm-hmm. I got to participate in this thing, right? And that's when you start to see the chart just go parabolic and go straight up. Well, 
at some point it just gets exhausted, right? It gets overheated and it, and it needs to correct. Well, that's what happened, but how did it correct? So um, in a six month span, you know, before it came down 80% in six months, it came down 21%. Wow. So look at that chart. So, so 92 to, to 2022, right? So this is, this is the NASDAQ and, and you look at 2000, that, that, that bubble or that little, you know, peak or mm-hmm. early on, like maybe a quarter of the way in. So that's the 2000 collapse, right? It's, that was an 80% correction from, from the peak. Mm-hmm. Well, look at what has happened since then. I mean, this is like an order of magnitude more. I mean, there's so much debt. There's so much overbought. There's so much overvalued that now. So so when you had that correction in, in 2000, it came down 21 percent in um, in six months. Mm-hmm. This one has come down 29 percent in six months. Wow. So we're actually worse than the biggest one that we've seen in modern day history. But when you look at that chart that's on the screen, of course, it's going to be worse. You know, the the old adage, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Look at how much more that it's valued at. And and what is that? What caused that massive amount of growth where where the biggest stock market, you know, hiccup that we've Mm -hmm. seen in in modern day is, is small in comparison to where we are right now. With, with the value of the NASDAQ, which is mostly tech stocks. So it, it's all debt. Mm-hmm. It's all debt that created that, right? It's not necessarily real money. It's stimulus money. It's money that the Fed printed out of thin air to keep the markets propped up. It's people borrowing to invest, right? This is this is a dangerous way to invest, is when you invest on, on, on wow. leverage yep. and things like that. So that's what's happening there. So, so what is what else is falling with with tech stocks? Well, um, cryptocurrencies are as well. See, in cryptocurrencies, and you know, people call me every single day. It's like, hey, Kirk, which cryptocurrency do you recommend? Do you like Ethereum? Do you like do you like Lightwave? Do you like Bitcoin? Do you like XRP? Which one do you like? Mm-hmm. You know what my answer is? Guess guess which one I like? None of them. None of them. Good job. <laughs> I, I can't stand any one of them because they're not real, right? It's like what what is what is a cryptocurrency? Tell tell me what it is. Well, nobody really can. Well, it it exists. It, it's it's a digital thing. It's it's a num. Nobody knows what it is, right? They fumble around because it's not anything. It's, yep. it's really not anything. It has value because people think that it has value. That's all that it is. Mm-hmm. And and what is kinda that? Like kind of like our, our money right now. Well, that's why yeah. there's so many cryptos yeah. and there's new ones all the time. Yeah. It's because you just right. can make it. Bada boom. It's like baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Cryptocurrency is the digital version of fiat money creation where yeah. you can just it just comes out of thin air. There's nothing tangible backing it. And, and everyone would say. This this is what's wild to me because people would say, well, central bank fiat based money creation, it's evil and it's horrible and there's nothing to it. And the dollar is declining, but yet they like cryptocurrency. It's like, why? It's the same mm-hmm. thing. It's just a digital version of it. Right. There's nothing behind it. Right. It yep. has value because people think that it has value. So so now we've got people like Guggenheim Partners, Scott Minard. He's the chief investment officer for Guggenheim. Um, he predicted 
um, today. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't today. I read the article today. Okay. It was it was on Monday. It was okay. so, so still this week, right? Mm-hmm. Predicted that Bitcoin would probably fall to eight thousand. Well, it's like at thirty thousand right now. So that's a seventy percent correction. And and why? Well, because when you when you look at what causes cryptocurrency, it's basically based on debt. People will borrow to invest in cryptocurrency in a big, 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 big way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he said the Federal Reserve's hiking of interest rates, tightening monetary policy, the massive amounts of debt, stuff coming out from the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland this week, um, that, that they're all saying, well, with, with potential um, taxation of unrealized gains with governments all over the world now starting to attack cryptocurrencies because it's it's hiding. Um, you know, you can have you can have money laundering, you can have all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it's not necessarily what they want. Plus, the people in Davos, the people at the World Economic Forum, don't want people to invest in decentralized cryptocurrency. Yeah. Mm. That's the they don't want decentralized power. Nope. They don't want decentralized, you know, r- rules on speech. They don't mm. want decentralized currency. You know, it's got to they they want the whole thing to be really as close to a king as they can mm. have it. Yeah, but now they are pushing a cryptocurrency. They're pushing their own, which is centralized, which right. we talked mm-hmm. about maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When when the, the show that we talked about Pippa Momgren speaking from the World Government yep. Forum in, in Abu Dhabi, right? So when you centralize cryptocurrency at the central bank level and have digital currency instead of fiat mm-hmm. based money, it's it's not it's not private, right? And that's the issue. It's it's basically every transaction the source of money can be traced, right? And this is how they want it. So so these the they don't want decentralized cryptocurrency blockchain, they want centralized blockchain, mm-hmm. right? Because that way everything can be traced. Everything can be tracked. The The source of money, what you spend it on, you know, who you are, you'll have a digital social profile, right? So so what are they doing? They're blasting um, cryptocurrency as we know it. And, and to the point where, yeah, I, I, I bet Bitcoin will come down to 8,000. I agree with, with the Guggenheim CIO. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I think that's Bitcoin. That's the biggest in the world, right? Most of them will probably go out of business. That, that's my guess. Um, because they're small, they don't necessarily have a market. You have to make a market for them. Um, and, and if nobody wants it, well, they're just going to kind of go away and, and your investment goes to zero. This is why it's so important to, I don't agree with his politics, right? But I do agree with his philosophy, which would be Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. Um, he invests in thing in companies that have an inherent value, a book value, which means yep. plant, property, equipment, people, process. They all have a book value. And when you add up all the assets of a company, it comes up to a certain amount. You divide that by the number of shares outstanding, and that's the book value, right? Mm-hmm. So he says, if you can buy a company for less than the book value, you're going to be a very wealthy person moving forward. That's value-based investing. Not values-based. There's a difference. That's mm-hmm. a value, not not a, a moral value, right? It's yep. just a monetary value. So that's how he invests. And he is a smart investor. Mm-hmm. Oh, obviously. And He's done well. When it comes to politics, he's thinking he's a goofball, right? Mm-hmm. But 
But when it comes to investing, he's really good. And I and I love value-based investing, right? Buy something at a discount and ride it up. And yep. that's how you will acquire wealth. Well, what's the biggest discount right now in the world of investing? It's silver. I mean, if you if you go to usdebtclock.org, you can look and see what the actual real value of silver should be. Um, actually, Colton, is there any way that you could actually bring that up really quick? I know I put you on the spot here. Oh, that's good. We, we, good. You got to push him. Push yep. him a little bit. Usdebtclock.org. Is that what you said? Yeah, usdebtclock.org. And it actually gives you the actual value outside of manipulation of what the price of, of gold and silver would be. Mm-hmm. So there okay, it is. This is perfect. There's oh. where it is. So if you look down on the um, on the right hand side, the very far right hand side, it actually shows you. And I'm I'm actually going to pull it up on my screen so I can see it because my eyes aren't so good to see it. On screen, right? <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing for me too. Uh, We're a little ways from our screen. I'm like, man, I can't yeah. see that. When you went to college with with Albright, I mean, can't see that good anymore. She graduated a little bit before me, <laughs> just, just a little bit, right? So, so anyway, talking about. The dollar to gold ratio now, basically that puts that puts the real price of gold at $17,189 an ounce. Well, it puts silver at $2,333 per ounce. What are we at? We're at 20, like 24 bucks an ounce, not 2,333. So this tells wow. you how undervalued silver is. It should be without manipulation. $2,333 an ounce. So when you have people in our economic side, you know, in our camp that say, hey, silver should go to 600 to 1,000 bucks. Like like when when you had Bo, Bo on the yep, yeah. that's what he said. About some of these big numbers, right? Mm-hmm. It's like even his numbers are understated based on where it should be, right? Right. So so this is where I'm really comfortable. Wow. I think silver is going to hit 75 to to $100 an ounce. Okay, how mm-hmm. much less is that than 2333 It's It's a lot. <laughs> it's a less. lot. Tripling to quadrupling from where we are today, right? Yep. And so so gold at $17,189, why is, why is that not the same as, as silver, that huge you know, mm-hmm. increase in where it is today? Well, it's because the ratio isn't in favor of it. The ratio is in favor of silver, which is why we've been shouting from the rooftops going to silver. So how did we get into this conversation when we were talking about cryptocurrencies? Because we're talking about investing into things that have value and things that are on sale, right? So Mm -hmm. so the the stock market, the the NASDAQ is going to hit the skids. At some point, it's probably going to be a good thing to buy again. But but I bet it comes down 80%, just like it did in in 2000 we haven't even seen the beginning of it it's only down 29 percent. well right? it goes like that it's it's what's the expression it's like it's like trying to catch kitchen knives you know steak knives Ooh, as they're falling that would you not know, be it's fun like, it's like you, you keep thinking that that's the bottom but it, mm-hmm. it keeps it keeps going because the fundamentals are are not trending in its favor i've never heard that expression before that sounds <laughs> kind of dangerous <laughs> some things you don't reach out and grab and people do that with, with Say, investments that sounds really bad it goes down a little bit and they'll double down. It goes down more they double down. And it's yeah. uh, that's that's where, where fortunes are shifted. And we know yeah. that wealth is being moved from the wicked to the righteous. There's yes. a transference of wealth. And it's not what they've tried to impose 
by by crushing the middle class and giving it to Amazon. It is there's a spiritual component of this as well that we're not even going to get into on this show, but there is a movement mm-hmm. of wealth and it's being moved towards tangible things. But people have to be awake and they have to be aware this is generational shift. Huge generational shift. And so, you know, as we kind of wind up the show, what what are the points um, that that six the last six months, the, the NASDAQ is down 29 percent. Prior to the biggest collapse in NASDAQ history, in tech stock history, it was down 21% in six months. We are actually worse mm-hmm. on, in trend-wise than what we were back then. And so what's coming next is, I think, a precipitous fall. When you start to look at what should we invest in, you have to invest in value. You have to go into something that's low that's going to go up, right? So so this is where usdebtclock.org came in, and we looked mm-hmm. at silver, and the real value of silver is not 23 it's not 24 bucks an ounce it's not even 75 or 100 bucks an ounce it's over two thousand dollars an ounce unbelievable so so here's where we have the opportunity of, of a lifetime i think to really maximize our impact maximize our investing positions mm-hmm. um because even if we're i don't even know even if you're like 95 percent wrong right you're still going to right. get 75 <laughs> to 100 right i mean this is this is the weird this is where the the phds that are spouting off information yeah. that looking at trends okay you don't even have to be smart to figure this one out right it's like silver is the most undervalued asset on the planet at this point this is asset, huge allocate into it mm-hmm. as much as you possibly can because that's what the numbers yep. and that's the math is telling us to do strip the emotion out of the equation yep. Yep. This is what the math is telling us to fly do. over That's family. Exactly you want right. to be on the right side of this. Mm-hmm. Go to flyovergold.com, set up a time, have a conversation, do it today. Initiate that mm-hmm. call. It takes a little bit of time. This isn't something you're going to figure out in, in five in five minutes. You want to do what's right mm-hmm. for you and your situation, but it takes a bit. Set up an appointment, get a call, you know, make make choices, pray about it. Go to flyovergold.com, but do it today so you got that ball rolling or give them a phone call. That's exactly right. You can call 720-605-3900. Thank you so much, Dr. Kirk. We really appreciate your time. You bet. It's my pleasure. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.